My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bundjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Welcome to the Daily Oz. It's Monday the 3rd of April. I'm Zara. I'm Sam. The Northern Territory government will offer to buy back grocery stores' alcohol licences. It's the latest in a series of reforms aimed at targeting alcohol-related violence in the Territory. And it comes after a 20-year-old man, Declan Labadee, was fatally stabbed while working at a Darwin bottle shop. We're going to explain how the NT is trying to tackle crime in the deep dive, but first, Sam, there was a by-election in the federal seat of Aston this last weekend. That's right, Zara. A massive weekend in Australian politics. Labor secured their first win at a federal by-election by a government from an opposition since 1920 after the government's candidate in the Melbourne seat of Aston, Mary Doyle, secured victory. Doyle won in the two-party preferred swing by at least 6%, meaning the Liberal Party now holds only three seats out of 26 in Melbourne. Finland has joined the Northern Atlantic Treaty Organization, more commonly referred to as NATO, after Turkey approved its bid, the last nation in the alliance to do so. Finland sought to join NATO after Russia's invasion of Ukraine along with Sweden. Finland shares a border with Russia and began construction of a 200-kilometre fence to strengthen security at its southern border earlier this year. And Max Verstappen has taken out the 2023 Australian Grand Prix after a chaotic race at Melbourne's Albert Park. There were three red flag stoppages in the race, which is now Verstappen's 37th career victory. Australian driver Oscar Piastri scored his first F1 points in his debut home Grand Prix, finishing in eighth place. And the good news, Justice Deborah Mortimer will be the first woman to serve as Chief Justice of the Australian Federal Court. That's after being appointed to the role last week. Mortimer has served as a federal court judge since 2013. Towards the end of last week, the Northern Territory government announced a new strategy to reduce alcohol-related violence. It was a voluntary buyback scheme that would allow grocery stores, which currently sell alcohol, to sell their alcohol licence back to the government. It's the latest in a series of reforms that the NT government is rolling out to address crime and particularly alcohol-related crime in the Territory. I remember we chatted a couple of weeks ago on the alcohol bans which were introduced in some of the NT communities, and we'll put a link to that in the show notes. But Zara, can you just give us a sense of what the concerns are around alcohol fueled violence in the NT? Yes, I think that it is helpful here to look at statistics. So according to the latest publicly available data from the NT police, alcohol-related assaults increased by almost 20% in 2022 compared to 2021. But that increase was significantly higher in specific areas like in Alice Springs, where it's increased 68%, or Catherine, where it's increased 52%, all in the same period. The story that brought this issue back into the news cycle was the fatal stabbing of Declan Laverty. Talk me through that. 
So Declan Navity was 20 years old and he was working at a bottle shop in Darwin when he was murdered. The police allege he was stabbed after he refused a 19-year-old man's service. The man who's been charged with the murder of Laverty had been released on bail for alleged aggravated assault when this situation allegedly unfolded. There was a really, really big public outcry after Laverty's death, including a protest in Darwin. 3,000 people have attended a rally to protest the Northern Territory government's inaction on crime. Declan Laverty's father, Damien Crook, was among more than 3,000 people who attended a rally at Parliament House. Laverty's father used the rally to call for new tough-on-crime measures in the NT. It's been a fairly quick response since then. This is the Northern Territory's Chief Minister, Natasha Files, at a press conference. It has been an extremely difficult few days for our community. And again, I pay my respects and condolences. Our thoughts are with the family, the friends, along with the broader community and particularly the hospitality industry in the wake of Monday's or Sunday night's tragic event. Files announced the government would be reviewing bail laws and they went on to introduce legislation, which then passed in Parliament. The new laws basically apply a presumption against granting bail for an alleged offender that's been charged with a violent offence who involved or threatened to use a weapon. So what that means is that if you're charged with a violent offence that involves a weapon, the expectation is that you'll be held in custody and not released into the community until your case is heard. The law will also apply to youth offenders and not just to adults. So those are some big reforms. What was the response from the parliament? Well, the opposition, which in the NT is the country Liberal Party, said that the new bail laws didn't go far enough to protect Territorians from crime, but they did still vote and support the legislation. They say that the law doesn't go far enough in its definition of what a weapon is when thinking about things like rocks and broken bottles, which aren't classified as a weapon under the law, but could be used in a potential crime. Okay, so that's one way that the NT government is trying to reduce crime rates. How are they trying to address issues, particularly around alcohol-related crime? Yeah, so that brings us back to this measure that was introduced last week, and that was the voluntary buyback of alcohol licences from grocery stores. Currently in the NT, some grocery stores are licensed to sell alcohol, and what the government is doing to try and minimise the number of places that you can actually buy that alcohol is a voluntary buyback scheme for those grocery stores to sell back their alcohol licences. That means that the government would pay stores if they choose to return their liquor licences and, in turn, they'd stop selling alcohol. The government says that evidence suggests that the more alcohol stores there are, the more violence there is, and that takeaway outlets, things like bottle shops and grocery stores, actually pose the highest risk. We've spoken about changes to bail laws. We've spoken about buybacks to try address alcohol-related crime. What else have we heard from the Northern Territory government? It really does feel like this is one of those turning points that prompt a whole array of responses, legal responses, social responses. So we have seen a fair bit. Some of the non-legal responses that we've seen are that the government is giving capsicum spray to public transport patrollers and also putting security and crowd controllers at takeaway liquor outlets, like the ones we were speaking about, for the next three months. They've also announced safety training for retail workers. This simultaneously feels like there's law reform happening relatively quickly, but the issues are obviously long-standing. So it'll be interesting to see what impact these have. 
Thank you for joining us on The Daily Oz this morning. If you learned something from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so there's a TDA episode waiting for you every morning. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.